So you got a flag down. Side. Everyone but the center. Offense. Welcome to Oofsides. We're back again. Uh, Shrimply having a wonderful Christmas time. Uh, who are you people? Uh, hi, Garrett here. All right, cool. Uh, Steven and Dewey are here as well. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. How, how That's what the do? government wants you to think. Oh, true. Yeah. Big football wants you to think that. Uh, so week 15 is come and gone. Uh, everything hurts and I'm dying. Um, and I think that's the best way to talk about how I felt after that week of football. Uh, who else is, uh, hurting and dying is a lot of the NFL. Cause there was a fuck ton of injuries to star players this week. Yeah. Unfortunately, but it's been a common theme throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, we have COVID that's running rampant again throughout the league. Yep. So, so this uh, this final stretch, which is basically the most important three weeks of football, are all gonna be real screwy. Um, they're gonna have third string quarterbacks go up against like yeah. Aaron Rodgers, and it's gonna be like, what's going well, on? Well, in it'll the Saints' case, it's uh, fourth stringers. So, oh yeah, yeah, it'll basically be whichever team can just stay the healthiest at this point, or yeah. not catch in, the virus. And, in, and yeah, and you know, in the playoffs. And at this point, you know, if the if the whole goal is to not get the virus, I think the Bengals are in a pretty good spot since apparently, according to Joe Burrow, there's nothing to do there. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is the Bengals have a chance. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god! Dude, well, they are leading the AFC North right now. I have a, I do have a question though, because um, with the college football committee announcing that, that you could win the national title by forfeit this year due to COVID rising up again, could the NFL do something like that or no? I think um, there is way too much money involved in the playoffs and especially the Super Bowl for them my, to even consider doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think is that it's more money driven in the NFL than college. So. I mean, they would lose hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, like, think about how much revenue they make just on the ads alone during the game. It's like three, four million dollars for I think a thirty-second yeah. time slot for a commercial. There's way too much money in there for them to can it that easily. Yeah. I don't think they will, but that, I just pitched that idea because we could have a game that's delayed in the in the playoffs because of that. The issue yeah. with the playoffs is a lot less flexibility too. Yeah, because you're week by week, you're gonna have to get people ready quick yeah i could definitely see um them maybe or not maybe definitely but i could see them doing that for say a conference championship game but for the super bowl like absolutely not no way it's getting canceled the most i could see is if it's one of those games that's scheduled for a saturday they move it to sunday but I don't think they'd do it any any uh, further up than that. If yeah. it's a bigger market, they'll do the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday game shit like they did for the Ravens last year. Yeah. Yeah, but my thing is, is that then they got to turn around that weekend and play again. No, they'll find a way. Yeah. So, because one of the things that has been pitched around is there is that extra week between the Pro Bowl and oh, yeah, uh, the Super true. Bowl. Or, I mean, through the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So. I don't see the NFL having an issue with pushing the Pro Bowl back if they have to. They'd be I, better off canceling the Pro Bowl. It's just an injury machine. Yeah, they, yeah. they need to get rid of it. Or at least just have it be skill competitions. I fucking hate the Pro Bowl so much. Yeah. Skills competitions are underrated. 
Not to mention, do them anymore. Speaking of the Pro Bowl, because they just announced the uh, the, the lineups. Fucking Lamar Jackson over Josh Allen for the AFC. Yeah. Like Glad what? Jack's not here for that. <laughs> yeah. The, like, I believe the Bills had nine alternates. You, Lamar then, Jackson's great, but like he has not been that very good. He has not been very good this year, and Josh Allen has been a lot better. Yeah, and Joe Mixon was one of mine for running backs that I was, I thought was interesting as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad Herbert got the nomination he deserved. Oh yeah. So that was just like the glaring one that stood out. Um, we should probably get into some of the injuries because there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Dewey for putting together this this list. Um, Buccaneers have lost Chris Godwin for the year with a torn ACL. Fournette's going to IR with a hamstring injury. Levante David is likely out for the regular season. Mike Evans is questionable. The, they uh, they got devastated by injuries to the receiving core on a Sunday night against the Saints. The Chiefs have Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Harrison Butker all on COVID um, or on the COVID list. Butker is unvaccinated, so who knows how that's going to go. Joey yeah. Bosa is out for the Chargers. Austin Eckler's on the COVID list. Joe Mixon hurt his ankle. Uh, the Lions just lost TJ Hawkinson for the season. Uh, Steelers just lost Fryermuth with a concussion. Uh, Cole Beasley's on the COVID list, and of course he's unvaccinated, as he's made ever made very well known. Uh, the Giants have lost Sterling Shepard for the season with a torn Achilles. I watched that happen live, and it was not good. Um, They've officially shut down Daniel Jones for the rest of the year because of his neck injury. Did they? Uh, was Mike Glennon also hurt? For the, I think he got benched, benched because he, oh, he got so bad. Yeah, okay. he got benched for Jake um, from State Farm, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin <laughs> Cook tested positive for the Vikings. He's out for ten days. Uh, the Saints have lost uh, Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon to COVID. So somebody by the name of Ian Book will be starting. Um, from Notre Dame, I believe. Never even yeah, heard Notre of Notre Dame product. Yeah, oh there you go. Um, the Rams, uh, Cam Akers has returned to practice after tearing his Achilles in July, but no use or no uh, news about that otherwise. And the Bears suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just so. obligatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple other ones as well. Evans, uh, they said he was questionable for this week, but he hasn't practiced yet this week. Lamar Jackson is yet to practice this week. Antonio Gibson, Darren Waller, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders. It, it it's it's basically everybody and their mother getting injured or getting COVID at some point in the NFL this year. Yeah, I'd imagine Lamar is going to be out at, for at least this week because he sprained his ankle against the Browns. Yeah, it's like right now. It's like it's kind of like the Daytona 500 at the end of the race. It's like who is not in it? Who is yeah, not wrecked? Exactly. It's who's like, got <laughs> fenders on their car still? Yeah, who's still in one piece? That's optional. Coming. Yeah. Oh, true. Actually, <laughs> if they're really into the can anybody here throw category or territory, yeah. it's so, like Joe it? Johnson with the Celtics. <laughs> that was rock star shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were talking about this uh, last night that we have a friend who jokingly applied for the NBA draft, even though he's never played college basketball. And we're like, Tommy, you you might get signed. Like, they might sign you if they need you. So <laughs> you are technically a free agent. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, any other news that we missed out on? Uh, uh, football, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Feetball. 
foot of yeah. the ball. Uh, let's get into uh, week 15, starting with the game that uh, we reported on live when it happened, but we didn't go into detail. The Chiefs beat the Chargers 34-28 in overtime. And uh, this was the game of the Chargers living and dying by the fourth down conversion. Hmm. And they also lost somebody. Um, one of their was it a tight end early in the game due to a. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Donald Parham. Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a scary moment. Matt, yeah, thank thank you, Fox. We, we missed we missed the thing about Urban Meyer, <clears throat> Jacksonville trying to weasel their way out of paying him the rest of his contract. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I did forget about that. The Jaguars are trying to sneak their way out of paying him for the rest of his five years that he. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that actually because I think. They're citing the fact that he kicked Josh Lambo. They're like, yeah, we're not paying you for that shit. Yeah, he fired for cause. Yeah. Workplace violence. Yeah, but yeah back to the Chargers game. I love showing injuries over and over and over yeah. and over when we don't know how somebody's doing as they show it over and over and over. That's yeah. never happened with Fox in a prime time no. event before. Never. Oh. What? Fox is trying to be edgy and showing things they shouldn't? No. No. Hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> was thought. Yeah, I was so when this game was on, I was in I was in a restaurant watching this with a group of friends and it popped up. I've like flipped my head to the TV screen and the dude is just like closed in spazzing out. And I'm like, what the, f- what is going on? Like, it's just, that's, you shouldn't be showing that stuff. Once you know what's going on, you should cut it. Yeah, for sure. Especially when they were like, when, uh, when they were carting him off the, the field and oh, like, yeah. he's still fucking tensed up and his hands were shaking. And I was like, uh, just show like Brandon Staley or something. You know, don't we don't need to see him right now. So yeah, back uh, to the fourth down thing. That was so infuriating to watch. The very first drive of the game, they went all the way down the field. They got that really great kick return to open yeah, the game did. up, and then they just fell apart and went for it when they could have had a chip shot field goal. And I think they did it again right before halftime when the Chiefs are going to get the ball back to start the second half. And it would have been six extra points that they would have had on the board where once the Chiefs tied the game with a minute and change left, they would have had to go down the field and do it again. But because they didn't, you know, it sent them right to overtime. Yep. That was, yeah, yeah, that should have been a winnable game for them. The uh, the first one, it was like, all right, you know, you're pumped up. It's the first drive. Go for it. Why not? You get the rest of the game. The one going into halftime, like, you could kick a field goal and go up a clean seven. Uh because you're kicking off to the Chiefs in the second half. So, like, why why gamble there? Why not just take the points? Uh, and then the third time, it was like, come the fuck on, because they fumbled on the goal line, but then picked off Pat Mahomes and got the ball right back. But, like I wrote down, they ran nine plays inside the Chiefs' five before scoring a touchdown. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> And you should know, out of all teams, it's the Chiefs you need to score at any opportunity you can because they can just score on you in bunches, and before you know it, you're down 21. Yeah. That is the one team you cannot gamble like that over and over again. If it doesn't work the first time, just go with what you know. Yeah. And especially in a game like this where if you make any one of those field goals, you win. So... Uh, tally up another one to the Chargers one score loss bet that we did earlier this season. Um, yeah. <laughs> I need to check out what that is, what that's at right now. What did everybody set theirs to? Uh, I have it written down in the spreadsheet somewhere. Um, let's see. 
I believe in stat hub. Yeah. So I bet uh, Garrett and I bet six, one score losses. Austin said seven. Jack said five so far. One score losses. They have one, uh, two, uh, three. I could have swore they had more than that. Well, considering they're actually a winning team right now. Yeah. You still have a little bit to go. They lost the Cowboys by a field goal. They lost to the Patriots by a field goal. Uh, they lost to the Vikings by a touchdown. Okay, so I missed one in there. Uh, and then they just lost to the Chiefs. So they're at four. So That was such a critical loss, too, because with the loss, the Chiefs are 10-4, and four, and the Chargers are 8-6 and six, two games back. If the Chargers had won that game, they'd both be 9-5, and five, and they would have beaten the Chiefs in both games. And they'd they would have, have the tiebreaker if they yeah. finished this with the same record. Yep. Really yeah, big swing. And now the Chiefs are marching their way to the number one seed again. Yeah. They're getting hot at the right time. So Chargers, what we're gonna Charger. That's football, baby. Um, speaking of the number one seed, the Patriots took a hit as the Colts win a massive game at home, beating the Patriots twenty-seven to seventeen. Um, this was a game that I don't, I don't think any of us picked the Patri- or the Colts over the Patriots. I got to double check. I but, did. I think someone did. I did. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Garrett and Jack did. Yeah, so I did because I feel questionable about the Patriots in general with their offense. Yeah, and I get the Bills game for certain reasons why they had low passing yards like get it windy, snowy, everything was going on. Yeah. But the run game for the Colts has just been so unstoppable the last six weeks. They've just turned it on and they're doing exactly what the Chiefs are doing right now. Turn it on at the right time. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor legitimately, I think, is the MVP this year. No question. He has put that entire team on his back yeah, and has carried them. They're only a game behind the Titans now in the AFC South. And the Titans have a huge game tonight against San Francisco where if they lose that and the Colts can beat the Cardinals on Saturday, they're right back in it in the division hunt. Yeah. I can't believe how good Jonathan Taylor's been this year. He has been unreal. Um a funny anomaly about this, though, is Carson Wentz was five for 12 for 57 yards. Yeah, that's the thing. Interception. Like Jonathan Taylor was the offense. Yeah, that's the thing with Carson Wentz. He hasn't really had a bunch of like lights out performances this year. I mean, mm-hmm. his his stats look OK for him, but like he's he's not carrying the team at by no means. He's doing he's just doing his part. Um, and letting Taylor do his thing. I think the loss tonight, or that loss, <laughs> is also going to end up being a good thing for the Patriots because, and in situations like that, teams that go into the playoffs on a long winning streak like that usually get a really rude awakening in their first playoff game. And even you know, and they've lo- they've won a couple of the games that they maybe shouldn't have won, and they got away with some stupid mistakes. And now that they lost this game it'll allow them the opportunity to go back in and you know see what went wrong and fix it and try to rebound and you know get back on the right track on playoff time so i'm looking on a fantasy football subreddit <laughs> and they're talking about how there might be snow in the minneapolis area on sunday and that could really impact the vikings and the rams game <laughs> you know <laughs> if they didn't play in a dome <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, 
Minnesota's used to having holes appear in the roofs of their domes. True. That's true. That it would be disastrous I... if it happened to the ran- or to the Vikings or new stadium because it's glass. It would uh-huh. be a shame if it happened again. Yeah. Reminder: If you play in a dome, you're a pussy. What? What about like, a uh, retractable roof stadium? The even more pussy shit. Play in the air. Play. Play. Play outside. See, Go is... outside, literally. Well, See, this, I was going to say because if it's like the Colts, you can open up the roof so the field's in open air, but the fans are are protected. Just build giant awnings like they did in Seattle. Ah, true. So this is why I think the Super Bowl should also be held in colder environments like New England or Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. You can't tell me that a Super Bowl in the snow would not be enjoyable. I still maintain that if the Steelers and Eagles make it to the Super Bowl, they should play in uh, Penn State Stadium. That would be right in the middle of the state. That'd be pretty cool. The Steagles Bowl. Yeah. So that was Colts Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones finally looked kind of like a rookie, and I say that as he threw for just shy of 300 yards, two touchdowns, and also two picks. But yeah, the winning streak had to come to an end eventually. Um, speaking of, though, the AFC South division race, the Titans take another hit as they are in a bit of a free fall. <laughs> uh, a 13 to nothing lead was gone like that. And the Steelers are like the fucking undying cockroach that they are, are seven, six, and one, and still in the playoff race. Aren't they like Everybody half a game back? Everybody gangster put a cockroach start flying. Aren't they like half a game back? <laughs> some shit? Dude, they're right in it. Uh, I mean, they're, they're right there. They're probably the first or second team out. Um, everything hurts. We'll get to that. <laughs> it's the weird t- because that tie hurts them so much, but it also benefits them so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Titans are in trouble, dude, because they are falling apart at the wrong time. So it's easy to look at and go, oh, yeah, they're missing Derrick Henry. The problem is the Titans O line is fucking awesome at run blocking, but they cannot pass protect at all. Like Ryan Tannehill has gotten sacked so many times and been stripped of the ball or whatever and had to rush throws like like Derrick Henry was essentially covering up major problems with this team because he yeah, could just run the ball down the other team's throat. They probably built it. that all line with that in mind. Yeah, is that they wouldn't have to pass the ball that much. I mean, it, it doesn't help either. They've been missing AJ Brown and Julio Jones for a while now. And I think oh, yeah. Julio Jones has been cleared to return tonight, but you know, no way to know how he'll do. And, uh, two of their best offensive linemen, Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold, they've been ruled out for tonight against yeah. the 49ers. So they've had issues with that over the last couple of weeks, and those two being out certainly not going to help. Dude, the Julio Jones trade has just flopped massively because he's barely played this year. He's just been hurt the whole time. And well, when he has played, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, that's probably why Atlanta got rid of him because he kept getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah he had... Looking back on him, maybe the Falcons were right to do that. Yeah. Well, they thought so with Calvin Ridley leading the charge, but he's currently away as well. So he's had a few. Yeah. So against Seattle, he he was six receptions, 128 yards. And then like against Buffalo and Kansas City, he was he was averaging 19 yards per reception, but he had five receptions across those two games. 
And I mean, Julio's never been a noted touchdown scorer, but he has zero touchdowns on the season. Like he's just not giving the Titans anything. I've always been high on the Titans, but with Henry on, they they're they're not they're falling apart at exactly the wrong time. Yep. They're I a think rudderless the earliest, ship right now. Yeah. I think the earliest they can come back is week eighteen. And they might need them to even stay in the playoffs at this point with the way they've been playing. Yeah. Cause there was a, uh, the, when he first got hurt, the thing was, he was basically going to be back for the wild card round if they make it. And I mean, they're still the three seed right now. So they have a little bit of leeway. Let's see. I mean, if they win one of these next three games, they're pretty much in, but it's looking like it's going to get harder and harder. So, yeah, with the Colts starting to get on a streak, the Titans are going to be in trouble, especially if they can't win tonight. Yeah, they're going to have to yeah. go into somebody else's stadium. Yeah, and, I, I had, and that was one of my predictions early in the season, even though the Colts were 1-4, um, is that they had the potential to go catch the Titans for the division. Um, and they're very much showing that right now, and it might come down to that final week for that division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Steelers really didn't do much on offense. It's just they capitalized on the Titans turning the ball over three times on, I think, 10 plays. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, Mike Tomlin finally turns his monitor on and they come roaring back. Yeah. But I mean, that's the kind of football you can play when you have that killer defense. I mean, you can just capitalize on mistakes and like, yeah. you're never out of a game like that. So Steelers are staying alive and the Titans are falling. What were you going to say? I forgot. Okay. Uh, Moving on. The Buffalo Bills get a much needed win as the Panthers continue their free fall as the Bills win 31 14. Uh, Big story of this game. Who needs kickers? So uh, Zane Gonzalez of the Panthers hurt his leg. I, I believe he like strained his Achilles or something in pregame warmups. And Got so by the coach. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Urban Meyer strikes again to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were trying out different kickers throughout uh, the warmups or whatever. And they I, did they they didn't attempt a field goal. And I guess they didn't attempt any extra points either. Um, nice. Didn't they have PJ Walker trying to make kicks and warm up? They had, they, almost, they had a lot of different people trying. It was hilarious watching the videos. Wait, how did they get 14 points? Did they have safety? I believe that they went for two on their first touchdown and got it and then missed the second time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I see it now. Yeah. They had eight points in the second quarter. Okay. Um, Notably, the Bills ran the ball. They handed it off. Devin Singletary had 22 carries. They're learning. Hell has frozen over in Buffalo, though it was probably already frozen there to begin with. Yeah, well, look what happens when you hand the ball off to your running back. Josh Allen can throw three touchdowns on 19 attempts, and you can win 31-14. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no better time to get a win like that than when you have to go into your, your fierce rival stadium on a, for a game that's probably going to decide the division after losing to them two weeks prior. That that's is a, a huge momentum swing for Buffalo. Yeah, that was a huge win for them to get that. Um, and the Panthers are two and nine in their last eleven games. 
Yep. This. Oh my god. I want Sam Darnold back. Anyway. The Panthers might be playing the worst football in the league. Like it's been bad, dude. I don't think that Matt Rule is the long-term answer there in Carolina. Unfortunately, it's crazy because like part of me like he's it's only what you're two for Matt Rule. Yeah. He's also had Christian McCaffrey for a grand total of like, what, six games? Yeah, and I think the major problem is they've built their entire offensive identity around McCaffrey, and he can't stay healthy. And so when he gets hurt, you're left with, well, nothing really. You're left with Cam Newton going, and that's it. Yeah, you're left with Cam Newton going 18 for 38 for 156 yards. And P.J. Walker, I mean, he's a good third-string guy, but even as a spot starter... If you really need someone to win, I don't think yeah. he's the guy for that either. I don't know what they're going to do. But they got three quarterbacks, and I don't. They, I don't. It doesn't seem like they know what they're going to do with any of them, or what direction they're going to go in. It's just a mess down there right now. Run the triple quarterback option. Yeah. Offense. Yeah. Just, just be army. Get a bunch yeah. of subpar quarterbacks and let them run. Just get and like. Newton, and Newton can run, right? Cam Newton, PJ Walker, and RG3 and just never pass. Yeah. And Lamar. Yeah. Maybe throw Tim Tebow in there while you're at it. Yeah. Tim Tebow, noted tight end. Yeah. <laughs> um, Taysom Hill, too. He's not doing yeah. anything. It's, we're just assembling the all quarterbacks roster. <laughs> it's like so. the entire roster of Tom Brady's on Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, all quarterbacks. So, so your O line's going to be like Cam Newton, Tim Tebow. Jamarcus Russell, um, Ben Roethlisberger, and we need like one other just huge quarterback, and that, that'll be your O line. Could say Jared Lorenzen if he were still with us. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, Recipes, Jared Lorenzen, the hefty lefty. Um, you want to love Golden Corral? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Golden Corral was definitely around when he was alive. Are you sure? Have you ever yeah. seen one? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Source. Also, uh, Jack just said no, so uh, don't expect Jack on the show this week. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any team that's going into the off season with more question marks than than the Panthers. Oh, we're over here. No, but see, see, you've you're over five hundred. Yeah, but the Steelers do some things right. Like, what is the thing that the Panthers do right? Lose their logo looks cool. Oh, true. Okay, you got me there. But even like their <laughs> uniforms are messy. Like, have you ever noticed yeah. how like the sleeve and helmet stripes are inconsistent across players? Yeah. And they've always been like that, like literally since 1995. Panthers are fucking <sighs> weird. Please just give me a job designing a uniform just once. <laughs> I I think they need to go with a quarterback in the uh, draft next year. Like, it's I just... think somebody like Kenny Pickett could be really good for them. No, yeah. but see, we're getting Kenny Pickett, so you know. Yeah. No, you're getting oh. you're getting you're getting uh Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> no, you will, uh you will get I'm... uh Trevor Simeon and uh let's see, what's left of Cam Newton's arm and you'll like it. I Dude, said if this... they if they sign Minshew, I would chum right then I and there. S- I said this a few weeks ago, but I'm so down for an AFC North where the quarterbacks are Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Gardner Minshew. I mean, the most fun division in football. He'd be perfect around here. He's basically a yinzer without the accent. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I don't even like the Steelers, and I want that to happen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was Panthers. Whatever, yeah, and that's Panthers Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Eagles backup going to the Circle Steelers. <laughs> Um, since we're talking about former Jaguars quarterbacks, let's talk uh, about the- <laughs> uh, L. Why? So much for the fired head coach game. Fuck more theory. God damn it. Yeah. Um, it was a good theory. It was it's all a secret wasn't. ploy by me to make sure I didn't lose my lead in pickums to Garrett, except it didn't work because I'm now half a game out of the lead in pickums. But um I if, I won, if I won that lock, I would have been like I would have only lost three games this week. Upset. So uh, Davis Mills started out really hot in this game, just like he did last week, um, and then kind of tapered off into Davis Mills form. But uh, yeah, it turns out the Jacksonville Jaguars are still really bad. I mean, they looked less shitty than they normally do with that with Urban Meyer. I think well, still, I just think it's going to take another off season. You just you're throwing somebody in there again who's going to have to redo the offense and yeah, yeah. Out the what damage has been done to that team they yeah, gotta yeah. start over yeah like the the bullet has been shot they're just you just gotta stop the bleeding now for the rest of the season yeah but i mean if you look at their stat lines it's like hey this is the urban meyer uh, effect uh trevor lawrence threw for 200 yards and james robinson had 18 carries look at that <laughs> <laughs> your team performs slightly better when you run the ball with your really talented players I will say, I think the Texans might have something with Davis Mills because I doubt Deshaun Watson's probably ever going to play another down for them. And oh, I think if, if he can get the right pieces around him, Davis Mills could be a pretty decent starter in the NFL. It's because of the neck. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he can see over the line way better than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Which that doesn't explain why Mike Glennon's so bad, but, you know. Yeah, Mike Glennon should be like Tom Brady well, every week. Well, yeah. maybe he's really, really, really bad, and the neck is just a little bit of a crutch that makes him mediocre. Oh, like, true. imagine if he had a short, short neck, and he he was he'd just be terrible. Oh, uh, I want to point out though, speaking of the Jaguars' offense, they have not scored twenty points in a game in two months. <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah. cracked 20 points in a game uh three times this season this is one of the worst offenses i've ever seen yeah it's bad i mean the offense is definitely the problem right now and, and that's sad because you have the number one draft pick who was a quarterback uh it's just and you know what's dude. crazy about this is they won a game in that time period against the bills <laughs> they won nine to six in that game so yeah, since beating the Dolphins twenty-three to twenty in London, they've scored seven points against the Seahawks, nine against the Bills, and one. Seventeen against the Colts, uh, ten against the 49ers, fourteen against the Falcons, seven against the Rams, zero against the Titans, and sixteen against the Texans. They're such a they're really good at scoring two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah. And nothing more. <laughs> well or like four field goals in a game. Well, luckily for them, they have the opportunity to score exactly 19 against the Jets this weekend. No, yeah, that's going to be like a 19-20 game, and they'll lose. Are they really playing the Jets this week? They are playing the Jets. Oh, God. It's going to be the garbage ball. And because the the Lions beat the Cardinals, more on that later, the Jaguars, I believe, are now in the number one pick position. They are. They are. So this Jets-Jags game might be for the number one pick in April's draft. Again. Yeah, hey, the, the last row. team that had back-to-back first overall picks. 
They're, they're doing all right. So are they? Could be, could be better. I, uh, I, said, I said it last week, and I'll say it, it again. Byron Leftwich for the, the head coach of the Jags next year. Uh, Byron Leftwich would be a good pick. Yeah, yeah. give me Leftwich. What about Byron Rightwich? Yeah, Get out of here with your facts. Byron, Byron Left Dog. Joe Byron Left. <laughs> Byron Up Dog. <laughs> Um, and that was Texans Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the better team from Texas. That was the Dallas Cowboys and the other long necked guy, Mike Glennon on the Giants. Uh, Mike Glennon was bad. Yeah. Speaking of former Jaguars quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was 13 to 24, did not crack a hundred yards. It was 99 and threw three interceptions. Um, Dak was again, all right, kind of struggling, but I mean, you don't really need to do much. It's the fucking Giants and the uh, the free medium Pepsi game. Um, did you guys see that, by the way? I did. The uh, Giants way of repaying all of their longstanding uh, season ticket holders who have had to deal with half a decade of completely incompetent football was they gave out a free medium Pepsi. To, yeah. every, to everybody who had a season ticket. But the, the catch was the only person who got one was the person whose name was on the tickets. So if you had two season tickets and you brought one of your friends, get fucked, friend. Only the guy who owns the tickets got one. <laughs> Thanks for spending hundreds of dollars to watch us suck shit with being totally incompetent. Here's a fucking beepus. Yeah, not even a large. <laughs> no, it's why a you, medium. even specify what size. Like, you didn't even get a novelty cup. Why not just say free soda for everybody who comes in? <laughs> it's <sighs> not like the Giants ownership struggling for money. They play in New York. No, they play in New Jersey. Same thing. <laughs> I just the New York Giants. Obviously, <clears throat> I have I started paying attention to football after they won their Super Bowls. So like the entire time I've seen the Giants, they've just been the least visible team in football like you could remove them from the nfl and i wouldn't notice yeah same with the jets at this point honestly see the jets are at least memorable because they're bad they're they're like historically terrible in a really entertaining way like when the jets offense sucks it sucks like you got you got the the butt fumble you can always look back on that yeah and then greg williams blitzing against the raiders last year but the giants it's just nothing. You can get rid of them and you wouldn't miss a single thing. It's like getting rid of um I don't know what a good comparison is here. Maybe like James Hinchcliffe. You wouldn't notice. Yeah, or like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, the Timberwolves so, are a really good example of that. For reference, the Giants have the worst record in the NFL over the last ten years. And I want to point out the Browns went or had a four or had four wins in three years in that same era and are above the Giants in that time period. And that includes those really terrible Lions teams and when the Rams are still in St. Louis and winning two or three games a year. And the two and fourteen Jaguar or sorry, the two and fourteen and one and fifteen Jaguars were also in that time period. That's how it, fucking man. bad the Giants have been. It still amazes me that that one year they won eleven and five <laughs> with Ben McAdoo and made the playoffs. <laughs> And yep. it it has just been all south since. They have yeah. just been oh. McAdoo been up to these days. Dog. Oh, no, he's in it. Dallas. Okay. That's Wait, finished. what? 
Yeah, Ben McAdoo's uh he's part of the front office for Dallas. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I just also... starting to feel good about this team. <laughs> you know, and and I also have to say about that, as much as we like to make fun of him, and as much of it is usually warranted. I think the last couple weeks have shown that firing Jason Garrett has done absolutely nothing for the Giants. Well, yeah, because they replaced him with Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Ben McAdoo has a Super Bowl ring. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, he was the Jaguars quarterbacks coach last year. That explains a lot. <laughs> that explains a whole lot. Oh, my God. Oh, what is it? Man. So... The Giants fired Ben McAdoo and then the Cowboys scooped him up and then the Cowboys fired Jason Garrett and the Giants were like, ha watch what we're about to do. <laughs> One man's trash is another man's, well, trash. Oh my God. Just gotta fuck Ben McAdoo for benching Eli and killing his streak that one year. And also for having that like eight year old's haircut that he used to have. Yeah. <laughs> and then he switched it out for like the slick back thing with the Terminator shades. Dollar store, uh, dollar store Mark Davis to BJ McLeod, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> ben McAdoo looked and coached like three eight year olds in a trench coat. <laughs> oh man, god damn it. That was Giants Cowboys, yeah, and that was Giants Cowboys. <laughs> oh, you're uh, talking yeah. about Jake from State Farm, uh. They might as well roll with Jake from the last couple of weeks and say, hey, you know what? Maybe this is the guy we roll with in the future. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Do you ever see Daniel Jones outside the Giants? Like, he is Eli Jr. He really is. I can see him as a career backup in a place like Kansas City. I think yeah, I can see that. He's like, okay like Chad Henney retires, I can totally yeah. see him going to the Chiefs and backing up Mahomes for 10 years. Under a good I, coach, I think he could be a solid quarterback. Yeah, I think he'd he'd be the kind of person to like string the Broncos along for three or four years. Yeah, as they try to not tank. I could see him on the, on the Bears. <laughs> I could see that too. Yeah. Um. Also, Stephen, about Ben McAdoo looking like the official dude of AMPM gas stations. Now, yeah, he looks like he eats like all of his meals are from AMPM. <laughs> it's the official, the mascot of Quiznos. <laughs> ben Quiznos McAdoo. Hell yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, two things actually. So, there is a rumor of one quarterback who's who wants to go to New York. It's uh Russell Wilson, allegedly. And somebody said that he will be or like predicted he'll be playing for the Giants next year. So just keep an eye out on that. Why? That would be incredibly cursed. I don't I mean... know. Russell Wilson's a weird dude. Is it because of his finky? It, it could be Russell Wilson could be the only person who's in Seattle, which things aren't going great, but he's looking over at the Giants and is like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, <donut>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then again, I th I think the prospect of playing with Saquon Barkley has to be appealing, right? 
And playing with the wide receiver yeah. core that they have. And they got it. They, yeah, they got like, a decent core. They got Kenny Galladay over there. They got Slayton and Shepard. It's not that bad of a team. Saquon has not looked very good the last year, though, which is a, which is concerning. Like, I think Giants fans are going to start hitting the panic button on Saquon Barkley. Which part of it's because he can't stay healthy, but like, it's it's been a very rough year for him. Um, well, hang on. How many years has he been in the league now? This is year four. He's he's only at 429 yards and two touchdowns on the season. Ugh. Yeah. Has he played in every game? He's no. played 10 games. Yeesh. Yeah, it's it's not good. He's averaging uh, a game. Yeah, which is not not at all compared to what he put up in his rookie and second year. I saw a post yesterday from Deadspin, and it said, uh, and it's Deadspin, take it with a grain of sand, but it, they said that Saquon Barkley's career trajectory is starting to go similar to that of David Johnson. And the more Ooh. I think about that, the more it makes sense. Yeah, he had those really good years. Now he's just not he's great. Just there. How yeah. much of it is him falling off and how much of it is him needing a change of scenery, though? Yeah, true. Because he's on his option, so after next year, he he'll be looking for a new deal. He might be able to get something from another team. Yeah, for sure. We can really see what he's worth. I wonder what team you'd go to. Not me. Maybe we'll have to do that uh, like a later show in the season, like predicting where wild or where uh, free agents are going to go. I think a one-for-one <laughs> swap. Of Saquon Barkley for James Robinson would work wonders for both teams. Shut up. No, it wouldn't. No, it would not. We are not getting rid of James Robinson. I love James Robinson. Good dude. Oh, my God. I don't so. see how James Robinson would want to stay there, though, after what's happened this season. Oh, I well, get that. Well, Urban Meyer's gone, so. he. I mean, they literally kicked him out the door. I mean, what else did he ask for? Yeah. So. Anyway, Time that, was, that was Cowboys-Giants. Uh Moving on to the apparently upset. what the the, what the, the game of the state week? of Pennsylvania has March fourteenth as Saquon Barkley Day, which is weird because that's the day that crabs fries. <laughs> what? It's from the SpongeBob <laughs> movie. Oh god damn it! <laughs> so he so does that mean he's either going? Wait, when does free agency start? Hang on. Agency start date. Uh, March 16th. Oh, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> so he's either going to the Steelers or the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, where, where do you play in college? That's a good question. He was at Penn State. Yeah, I think he oh, was. Oh, no. He, he's from PA. Oh, God. Oh, yep, uh, Saquon Barkley replaces Najee Harris. No, 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 no. I don't want quick, to think about that. Quick tangent. I love how, like, the way Ben Roethlisberger plays quarterback is if ever there's just, like, a panic moment, it's just dump it off to Najee Harris and let him deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally their entire playbook. Fuck it, ain't my problem. <laughs> The number of times I've seen him just like throw a check down to Najee Harris covered by three people. I'm like, oh, he's going to die. 
<laughs> so, uh, let's talk about the upset of the week. Yeah. Uh, an upset that I wanted to pick, but I cited my my dwindling Pickums lead as the reason I did not pick this game, and then it didn't fucking matter because I lost the Pickums lead anyway. The Lions beat the Cardinals thirty to twelve. And it wasn't fucking close at all because Jared Goff had a fucking awesome game. Um, I don't know what to say about that one. I mean, that was so out of left field. I think we all picked the Cardinals across the board. Yeah, I, mean, I, I said that this could be a trap game, and it was. <laughs> man, I just can't believe the golf ads is finally clicking. Yeah, the golf uh, he threw for 21 to 26. 216 yards, three touchdowns, and also they had Craig Reynolds right <laughs> rushed 26 times for 112 yards. Literally who? Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck is it, Craig Reynolds? I honestly think the Lions could actually be a pretty good team in a couple years. Like, Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. I mean, he is a good quarterback. He's not top tier, but he's not terrible yeah. either. He'll get the job done. If they can go out in the draft and get a couple of good wide receivers, maybe draft a backup tight end to Hawkinson, you know, they could get themselves in a pretty good spot next year or the yeah. year after. I, I always thought golf got way too much shit in L.A. Like he was oh, he's sure. not a world beater, but like he, he dude, he puts up like 4000 yards passing every year. Um, And I mean, he went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, he didn't let's, he didn't perform in that Super Bowl. Yeah, let's not talk about that there. Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the ball, though. I mean, Kyler Murray was 23 to 41, 257 yards, touchdown and a pick. And that was an ugly pick. Uh, we got some Colt McCoy, who was six for nine. Nice. Nice. Um, it, the Cardinals did this last year, and they're starting to do it this year as they're slipping right at the end of the year when nine you want to be playing your best football. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but they're one and three over the last month. Reminds me of the Washington Capitals before they won their cup. They do really, really, really good, and then they'd fall off at the end, and then get their asses kicked in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I it's looking more and more likely to me. I think the Rams are going to end up taking that division when all's said and done. Oh, uh, either way, it's going to be a bloodbath. Oh yeah, they're they're tied for the lead right now, and I mean, oh man. I mean, and, you look at their matchups, the Cardinals play the Colts, who are red hot, and the Rams play the Vikings. I so, think the Cardinals... In the snow game. Uh, yeah, in the indoor <laughs> snow game. I believe the Cardinals still have the Cowboys left as well. Like, Oh, it, they do, it, yeah. It's not going to get easier from here. No. No, it is not. So, uh, But I want to talk about uh, something that, uh, pardon my take, hit on... And that's I want justice for Ram or for uh, Lions fans, because there's nothing better in sports social media than when a team tweets out the graphic of the final score with just a final period of them getting their asses kicked. And the Cardinals Twitter, like the bitch ass that they are, never tweeted that. <laughs> and the Lions fans didn't have their space to go let their nuts hang and troll the Cardinals. And I want justice for Lions fans. <laughs> Hashtag post the score. So. Why don't you do it? You have Twitter. Post the score. Yeah, but I'm not the Cardinals Twitter page. You could be. Oh, shit. Well, go hack them. Yeah. Just log in. Oh, true. I might have to do that. 
So, yeah, I want justice for Lions fans. They deserve it after the year they've had. So it's a bitch move, Cardinals. <laughs> and that was Lions Cardinals. <laughs> That's the, about all there needs to be said about it, really. Yeah. Uh, a game that uh, probably also doesn't need much said about it. The Dolphins are 500 for the first time since week two. They beat the Jets 31 to 24. Yeah. Uh, back in yeah. that wild card race. And they are literally right back in it. Uh, they will not go away. Honestly, if they make the playoffs, Brian Flores is a really strong case for coach of the year. I will literally drink water. Which, it'll be funny if they make the playoffs and he wins coach of the year because they're only in this situation because his team was struggling. So it's like yeah. if you fuck up early and then you clean up your own mistake, people are going to think you're really cool. <laughs> and then you compare him to the Browns who just flip back and forth every week and everybody's like, Pfft. so. Yeah, imagine <laughs> going back in time two months and saying Brian Flores has a shot at coach of the year. <laughs> yeah, when they're one in yeah. seven. <laughs> oh my God. And then Zach Wilson's being Zach Wilson. Yeah, uh, another week of him not looking too hot. Um, he didn't turn the ball over, so I'll give him that. I think but, the jury is still out on Zach Wilson. He hasn't really had the whole team around him healthy all year. He himself's been hurt a couple times, but like Corey Davis, yeah. I think, is out for the season. Elijah Moore, I believe, is out for the year. Michael Carter's been banged up. I mean, he hasn't looked that great, but he also really hasn't had his team at full strength at all either. So it's – I don't know what's going on in New York with between them and the Giants, but – it ain't looking good. Yeah, he it, hasn't had a chance to soak to make himself better. Ah, <laughs> uh, god damn it! Um, yeah, a lot like Trevor Lawrence. It's hard to really get a read on them because of the situation. Because it was like they're both really shitty football teams that just drafted a quarterback, and they were like, "You got this, right?" <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, they were up. Uh, ten nothing in the first quarter, and like they only lost by a touchdown. So it was it was a solid performance. They just didn't close it out. So the Dolphins are rolling. Although, uh, not to take anything away from the Dolphins, they've won six in a row. But they've beat the Texans, uh, the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and then the Jets again in that time. And that's all Sanders around a Ravens win. So they've beaten basically the four worst teams in football. But I mean, they won. You can only play your schedule, so. And their other women's against the Patriots in Week One, and they still have them again in Miami. The season. <laughs> yeah, they got they they finish with the Saints, Titans, and Dolph er, and Patriots. So like, the Saints and Titans games. Yeah, and the Saints and Titans are in situations where they're like, can anybody catch? So like, they could very well finish ten and or, you know, nine and eight, and maybe slip into the playoffs. And they've also Those, been historically good against the Patriots in Miami. So even though the Patriots are yeah. likely a better team, that is still an extremely winnable game for them. And Does Miami have any shot of winning the division? They're only they two games out of the lead. Oh my god! Could you uh, imagine this battling? The Patriots the are Patriots. nine and five. The Bills are eight and six, and the Dolphins are seven and seven. Wait, if, if the, the Dolphins Patriots fuck lose. around and win the division, <laughs> knock the Bills oh my god! J- Jack would like just melt on the on the. Well, spot. yeah, because if the if the Bills win that put and if the Dolphins win this week that puts them a game back. So yeah, so hmm. yeah, the Bills can or the Dolphins can win out and finish ten and seven, 
So let's say the Patriots lose to the uh, the Bills. That leads them both at nine and six, and then they both lose out. The, they can still win the division. <laughs> and if the Chiefs lose out, they could tie for the number one seed. I don't know if they could get the number one seed, but I like I don't know what the tiebreaker would be between them and the Chiefs, but I want to see it now. I mean, this the is same, fucking stupid. Same thing in the NFC West. The 49ers could still win that division, too, at eight and six. Yeah. Football's been real weird this year. Yeah. I love how stupid it is. There's only five teams that are eliminated and there's three <laughs> weeks to go. This is like this is the furthest we've gone into the season. Uh, I think with this many teams still in the hunt and like this was the first time or only like the fourth time in NFL history. We went in a week of 14 and nobody had clinched a spot. The Packers are the only team that have clinched a playoff spot. A bunch of teams can clinch this week, but the fact that it's taken this long yeah. for us to get there is remarkable. It's absurd. So. Go Dolphins, number one seed. Let's go. <laughs> go Dolphs. Um, another t- uh, game, speaking of the AFC playoff picture, the Bengals beat the Broncos 15-10, to 10, and that's a huge win for the Bengals because that puts them in the lead of the AFC North and puts the Broncos down basically at the bottom of the AFC playoff picture. Um, not a pretty game, but you win what you can and you, you get on to the next week. Um, unfortunately for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out on a, just an awkward landing where he basically just dove and just kind of head planted into the ground and just like fucking knocked himself out cold and they had to stretcher him off as well. But, weird as shit. Yeah. I, from what I heard, I think he's, he's doing well. Um, I believe he's been ruled out for this weekend already though. So it's going to be a big cock lock starting for. Yeah, horse yeah. Lock. he's already been released from the hospital. He just had to stay overnight, but more than likely out with a concussion. So, yeah, uh, get better soon, Teddy. But that's been the story of his career a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, the Bengals are in an interesting spot now, and they have a huge game against the Ravens this weekend. Yeah. The AFC North is going to come down to the wire, dude. It's ridiculous. The fact um, that all four teams could still be alive for the division in the last week of the season. Yeah. That's the play of this game though was uh Drew Locke getting the ball just stolen from him. And then uh the Bengals defensive player running it down the field and then fumbling it back to the Broncos. <laughs> but I believe it got called down before that. But like Drew Locke just kind of like scrambled to his left and the the Bengals lineman literally just took the ball out of his hands. <laughs> like just stole it from him. That's my football. It's it. just kind of mean. <laughs> mean looking. That's it's my like, football. I don't know you. Did you guys see that play? I think from either last year or two years ago when uh, Jamal Adams just stole the ball from Daniel Jones, like right out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Like he just he blitzed him and Daniel Jones was just standing there and he just ran up and just ripped it out of his hands and then ran it back for a touchdown. And I was like, God, that was just mean. It's just it's just a handoff to the other team. (laughs) Wrong running back. (laughs) Okay, but what's stopping an edge rusher from timing a snap just right on a run play? And they run towards the quarterback, and when the running back goes to get the ball from the quarterback, the edge rusher just takes it. They take it instead. You know, well, what's stopping them is probably the offensive line. So just go around. Yeah, true. 
Yeah, I mean, every time I watch them run up the gut, I'm like, why right, do that? Why not run to the outside? Because everybody's in the middle. Just go where they're not. Stupid. <laughs> exactly. Duh. Football would be so much easier if you just played from the air. Yeah. Three dimensions of football. Yeah. Jetpacks. Yeah. And that was Bengals Broncos. Um, oh, uh, Garrett's got a dip. He sent me his picks. I'll read them out. Uh, all right. So Falcons 49ers uh, wasn't even particularly close because the Falcons are one of the worst teams in football right now. And the 49ers roll on. And the only note that I wrote for this game was who fucking cares? Because honestly, who cares? Yeah. Hey, I watched the 49ers and it worked yep. out pretty well. Yep. Yeah, but when? God damn it. Um, the 49ers are playing really fucking good, dude. They are officially the team that nobody wants to see in the playoffs. So they if not for all the injuries, I think they'd be right up there with the Rams and Cardinals at ten and four, maybe even eleven and three. Oh yeah. And now that they're getting mostly healthy again, and Elijah Mitchell's out tonight, but they're getting mostly healthy now. They're getting hot. That's a dangerous team in the next couple of weeks that nobody's oh, yeah. going to want to go up against. And the Falcons are just doing Falcons things. Uh, I'm looking at their uh, rushing game, and the 49ers' leading rusher was Jeffrey Wilson. Who? Man, they've gone through like six running backs this year because they keep getting hurt all the time. Yeah. So they, the night they, they lost Mostert in Week One, and it's been Mitchell and him, and I think Jamichael Hasty's gotten a couple starts. They've been just going between, and now they got yeah. Debo Samuel running for touchdowns. I mean, it, yep. they've just—I don't know how they keep doing it, but they're—they're they're doing it well. This game was funny because you had it was Debo Samuel versus Cordero Patterson, who are both the <laughs> running backs who, or the wide receivers who they're like, what else can they do? <laughs> so. Unfortunately, we did not get to see Cordero Patterson as a safety this week. I want to see that happen. It's um, also a shame he got snubbed out of the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's had a genuinely great season. So, uh, yeah, 49ers roll on Falcons. Uh, still only a game out of the playoffs, but they are playing it's really less bad and less football. likely now. Yeah. Um, speaking of the playoffs, though, the only team that has clinched a spot, the Packers beat the Ravens 31 30. Um, just take the extra point, Harbaugh. Just uh, this is twice in the last three weeks you've done this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just had another stupid good game. Um, but the main story was Tyler Huntley and his composure in that fourth quarter comeback. Um, uh, He's looking pretty fucking good so far, dude. Yeah. I, I think oh. Tyler Huntley could legitimately start for half of the NFL. Yeah. He has played that well. Yeah. It's the oh, same yeah. thing as Blake Bortles. Why does he not have a job? When you see some of the people starting in a league, when you can have Tyler Huntley or Blake Bortles or somebody like that. Yeah. Bortles isn't me. great, but like I would take him over Mike Glennon you, or, you, or yeah. Drew Locke. You yeah exactly. You'd rather have Drew Locke or Mike Glennon or um, what's Blake his name? Turtles. <laughs> Fucking um, uh, Cam Newton or PJ Walker over these yeah. guys. I think Cam Newton was just to get brownie points from Car from Panthers fans. Yeah, so. 
Um, although Cam hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't also been very good. Yeah. He's had a couple um, of decent games and a couple of really bad games. Yeah. The uh, main story, though, is the or the Packers went up 31 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Huntley scored a touchdown. Uh, they got the ball back. He scored another one running it in. And then Harbaugh was mic'd up for it. And he he asked them before the touchdown. He's like, if we score here, do you guys want to go for two or do we want to kick the extra point? And the, and I think it was Huntley said, let's go for two. And unfortunately, just like against the Steelers, had to kind of rush the throw. And had he waited a split second, Hollywood Brown was wide open in the back of the end zone, but he tried to force it to Mark Andrews and couldn't come up with it. And the Packers won 31 30. Um, and that is a massive loss for the Ravens because winning there would have put them ahead by a game and they'd have a win over one of the best teams in football. But instead they are now on the outside looking in looking, looking beyond that failed two point conversion. Mark Andrews had a phenomenal game. Dude, he has been unreal for the last month. He has been so fucking good. He yeah. like was personally responsible for <clears throat> wrecking the Browns the first time they played. So, yeah, he is by far their best weapon outside their quarterback play. Yep, and um, the Packers roll on as yep. they do. They have clinched their playoff spot. Um, I believe they've clinched mm-hmm. the division as well. The only team to do so. Yep. One team that could have clinched but didn't, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost 9 to nothing to the Saints. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady in Tampa is still yet to beat the Saints in the regular season. Football. They also were the- held scoreless. Oh. First yeah. time since 2004, I believe, that that's happened to Tom Brady. I believe the let... Yeah, the last time that Tom Brady got shut out in a game was week 15 in 2006 against the Dolphins. The head coach was Nick Saban. <laughs> oh, no. And the, and the starting quarterback for the Dolphins was Joey Harrington. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. 15 years between shutouts. Right. And, nope. the, and the Saints just have Tom Brady's number again. The so Brady washed. Yeah, Brady's washed. He's done. Bench him for Blaine Gabbert. Oh, I mean, God. it didn't help that, you know, Godwin, Levante, David, Evans, and Fournette all got hurt in that game. Yeah. But even before it happened, they still just were not playing up to the level that they can at all. Well, so this is... Which Josh oh, Rosen up to? Uh, ride Kyle... my bench in uh, Atlanta. Are they going to start Kyle Trask? Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> This is what's crazy, though. So Taysom Hill, 13 to 27, 154 yards. And then he also carried 11 times for 33 yards. So that's three yards per carry. Alvin Kamara ran 11 times for 18 yards. And Mark Ingram ran nine times for 10 yards. So, like, the Saints offense did fuck all. It's just their defense is genuinely Super Bowl caliber. They just don't have an offense. I mean, both defenses played really, really good football. Yeah, it's just the Saints defense was just that much better. You guys like a game with six punts, seven or sorry, six sacks, 17 punts uh, and two turnovers. God, I love punting. That was like a 1940s kind of football game. Yeah, it needs the mid-Atlantic announcer in the background instead of Joe Buck. Yes, 
So it's and like, the ball has been fumbled. And Taysom Hill carries it to the outside, and he'll pick up a whopping two yards there. <laughs> you just um, sounded like a Canadian from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, sending you the draft, eh? <laughs> right. oh. And that was Saints Buccaneers. Uh, oh, we got to talk about the pain game now. <laughs> this is genuinely like maybe the most sad I've ever been after a football game in my life. Like, and I want like one of my first football memories was Tony Romo botching that field goal in the playoffs against the Seahawks. So like, it's been pain literally since day one. Um, it the, was, a, it, it was a momentous game though. It was the first time all season. The Raiders won a game that Derek Carr threw for under 300 yards. in. it finally oh, happened. Oh, fucking. I, because I listened to the episode this morning, Dewey called this game literally perfectly. You not only called that stat that Derek Carr was going to win a game without throwing for 300 yards, but you said it was going to be a super close, low-scoring game. I'm just better. uh, Okay, so the COVID-ravaged Browns starting Nick Mullins from their practice squad um, and also missing their top receiver in Jarvis Landry were losing 10-0 at halftime and then scored twice uh, to make it 14 to 13 with like two minutes left. Like Nick Mullins had a fucking incredible touchdown on fourth down. And dude, the atmosphere in that stadium, that is like one of the loudest outdoor stadiums I've ever heard. Like Cleveland was fucking rocking. Um, and then they picked off or greedy Williams picked off Derek Carr with under two minutes left. And they played it ultra conservatively on offense and ran all three times. And I mean, it was third and three and you, you know, you picked up yards on the first two plays, but they didn't pick it up. They had to punt and Derek Carr fucking drove him downfield. And Daniel Carson kicked the dagger through my heart and won 16, 14. And what made this agonizing was the graphic they showed where if the Browns won, they would be leading the fucking division. And if they lost, they'd be last. So instead of leading the division, they're now dead last in the division. That's AFC North baseball right there. Yep. It, I got to say, though, given the circumstances, Nick Bowens played a pretty decent game. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the, you couldn't have really asked that, mo- <sighs> that much more of him than what he gave. I, c- I could hear uh, Hero by Foo Fighters kicking in in my head <laughs> as he threw that touchdown at the end. And then it just all got wiped away. What the fuck did Cleveland fans do to deserve this? Because that is Cleveland. agonizing. Art oh Modell God. put a curse on that city. Holy shit, dude. He, like, there's no. no other explanation for it. No, I think the river they caught on fire put a curse on that city. Yeah, because the drive and the fumble happened before that. Yeah. Honestly, it happened when they fired Paul Brown. Like, he had to have cursed the team on his way out. That's what I'm Ugh. thinking. God damn it. And that was Raiders. Yeah, and I'm trying not to be too downer because guess what? The Browns play the Packers this week. Um, And knowing them, they're going to fuck around and win that game and then lose the two division games to end the season. But it's frustrating. But at the same time, like literally, even if they lose the Packers, if they beat the Steelers and Bengals to finish out the season, they probably still make the playoffs. Nah. Ain't going to happen. 
Yeah. I mean, knowing them like this is going to be the one that just broke their spirits and that's the end of the season. It's fucking frustrating, <laughs> dude, because like you can see the potential in this team. They've just been fucking crippled by injuries. I still think they have a good foundation for the future, though. I think they finally have the, the their coach in Stefanski after basically spending 15 plus years. Oh, yeah. Trying to find the guy. I think they have the guy. I think Mayfield can still be their franchise guy. They just need to get it all together and put it out there every week and yeah, put I mean, complete cards on the table. I mean, go back to week one. They were up like 14 points on the Chiefs. And they, like, this team has literally been crippled by the fact that Baker's shoulder got fucking ripped off in week two. I, yeah, Stefanski, I love Stefanski as a coach. He has bad habit of not adjusting at halftime and the team just coming out flat after halftime. Um, but like if he can learn to do that and I think the Browns would be idiotic to give up on Baker because like you even if he's not the best and I mean this year has obviously not gone well, but we've seen in the past like how fucking good Baker Mayfield can be. But do you want to go back to the years of Tim Couch and Kelly Holcomb and Charlie Fry and uh, oh god Trent Dilfer and RG three and See, you I'm know, fine Deshaun with Kaiser and <laughs> or do you want to stick with the first legitimate starting quarterback you've had in thirty years since you know Bernie Kosar was here? Hey, what or about the first Derek Anderson? Uh, sorry, one year of Derek Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I mean, the same goes with the head coach, though. Do you want to stick yeah. it out with Stefanski and hope he could turn it around? Or do you want to go back to the days of Hugh Jackson and Rob Chudzinski yeah, yeah. and Mike Pettin, and, like, and Mike Holmgren? You're still better and off. Butch Davis. And, oh, man. <laughs> like, I don't think they're going to blow it up. I mean, it's crazy to look at the Browns because they're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're literally a 500 average, like above average football team. It's just, just the fact that the AFC is so fucking loaded this year. That it's not yeah. going to matter. Yeah, everybody's been beating each other up. A, a bunch of the teams in the AFC this year could legitimately be like ten and four. Yeah, but they all play each other. Stephen, what were you going to say? I forget. Oh. the thing too is, I knew coming into this year the Browns were going to have a stupidly hard schedule because so they the two the divisions they have to play the AFC North, which we've all seen is fucking stupid this year. They get to play the AFC West. Oh, look at that. All four of their teams are 500 or over. Uh, and all four of them have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs. And then what's the other division they had to play? Oh, the uh, NFC North, which has the Packers in it. And then also, because they finished third, they got to play two other third place teams. And you know what those teams were? The Packers and the Cardinals. <laughs> they literally drew like every stupid good team that finished third last year. <sighs> It's oh, fucking man. agonizing, you see tie to the Lions. True. That tie is literally keeping your team ahead of the Browns in the standings right now. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Agony. I just, I just want to see a home playoff game in Cleveland, dude. God no. damn it. I want to see a playoff game in Cleveland. No. It'd be rock hard. No. Stop. Stop burning me. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> So that was Raiders Browns. All right, we got that. Rip that Band-Aid off. Okay. Let's make fun of the Bears. That'll cheer me up. Yeah. No, I'm putting I'm the well, actually, I would say stop putting the Bears in prime time, but it makes me feel better. So keep putting the Bears in prime time. Uh, <laughs> and because of that garbage time touchdown, 
to end the game. The Vikings, once again, were involved in another one-score game. Yep. Uh, they are 13 of 14 this year on one-score games. Um, I don't know what else there is to say about this. Justin Fields had a solid game, but he also fucking died at one point, according Kirk to Cousins Steve Levy. Kirk not play that well either. No. Hey, I just realized... Mike Tomlin's what? known for heart attack games, right? Oh, you no. know where Mike Tomlin was before he was with the Steelers? Was he really with the Vikings? He was their defensive coordinator in 2006. It all makes sense. Oh my god, was <laughs> he really? Yeah. I just realized I don't know anything about Mike Tomlin's pre-Steelers career. Oh my god, he was. And he was with the Bucks before that. Yep. Oh my god. Um... Yeah, so the Vikings get an important win to bring him back to 500 because somebody's got to be the seventh seed. Uh, the Bears have clinched another double-digit loss season. Uh, play of this game, though, was when Justin Jefferson just straight up got tackled before the pass got thrown. And not only did it not get pass interference called, but it led to Kirk Cousins just throwing like a 30-yard bomb to a wide-open Bears safety. Uh, so that was the arm punt of the year, probably. Kirk Which, Cousins, ah. it's Garfield. Yep. No prime time, no Mondays. Although he did win, but True. he didn't crack a hundred yards. I don't know if it was the arm punts there. That that in, that interception by Cam Newton at the end of the Bills game this weekend was pretty hard. Oh, true. Yeah, I'll be right back. Hang on. It's not often you throw twenty four times, don't crack a hundred yards, and win. But uh, the Vikings the th- found a way. It is the third time in as many weeks that a quarterback has won a game in which they threw under 100 yards. Yeah. Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Dozens. And he's um, got, what, like 29 touchdowns and four picks this year? He's still, like, unironically yeah. a good MVP candidate. Yeah, he's had, like, a genuinely good year, but the problem is the Vikings are not good, and uh, so and nobody's going to consider him for it. And now they've lost Dalvin Cook for at least this weekend, so... Yeah, <sighs> scub in shambles. Um, no, I'm not supposed to talk about my team, though. Uh, yeah, so that was that. Bears are so bad. Oh, my God. Ugh. I mean, uh, I think Justin Fields is going to be their franchise guy. I think he has the ability to be their franchise guy. I think Cole Komet's got a solid tight end that they can have there for a while. Mooney's not bad. They they have some good weapons on the offensive side of the ball, but oh my god, Matt Nagy needs to never call another play in the NFL again. It's so bad. It, it is just mind-boggling how bad some of those play calls have been, not only this season, but in years past, even the year that they made it to the playoffs and got double-doinked. But yep. it is like there is so much more potential there than what's being shown, and the play calling has to be the biggest issue on yeah. that team. I mean, it's, Justin Fields oh looks God. genuinely great at times. It's just like <laughs> Matt Nagy puts him in the worst fucking positions half the time. Like, he, I think you can kind of tell he's trying, but at the same time, it's like he just doesn't fit there. And I don't know how no. many places he fits. I think he'll find another job somewhere else once he inevitably gets canned at the end of this season. But the the Bears, and I mentioned it last week, I think Eric Bieniemy would be a really, really good fit in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, oh my God, Matt Nagy played in the Arena Football League, and then he's part of the Eagles and Chiefs. Okay, I was wondering what he did before then. So, yeah, that was that game. Uh, the Vikings have now stolen the seventh seed back, and they did so by beating or because the Washington football team lost to the Eagles, and that's a huge game in the NFC playoff picture. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get uh, Taylor plays like he's falling downstairs Heineke because uh, he is, I believe, injured. And then Kyle Allen, I believe, failed pro or COVID protocols. So that led Garrett Gilbert to start. Um, and Jalen Hurts ran or passed for almost 300 yards. Miles Sanders ran for 131. Uh, Jordan Howard ran for 69 yards. Nice. And the Eagles rolled over them to get to 500. And I cannot that's... stop thinking about in the first bit of that game with Dallas Goddard, the pass bouncing off of his heel into the arms of the defender. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's Eagles football, baby. That is the most unlucky thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Reminds me of the one, I think it was with Jason Witten a couple years ago, where I think it also bounced off his leg. I don't remember what oh, game it was. I remember that, yeah. It was, was still with the Cowboys. Yeah. Just what are the chances of that? Stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, this win has huge repercussions, though, because the Eagles are now the eighth seed at seven and seven. Uh, Washington's now fallen back down to six and eight after they were 500 again. And uh, here's their games next week. The Eagles play the Giants and the and the football team plays the Cowboys. Yeah, and also, Washington threw a pretty the, shitty schedule playing yeah. the Cowboys, the Eagles, and then the Cowboys again in three consecutive weeks. And also, the Vikings mm. play the Rams, so we're more than likely going to see the Eagles in the seventh seed next week. See, the thing about what you said earlier, the AFC, everybody's really good. and the NFC, everybody's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, and the Saints are sitting there at 7-7-2 seven and seven too now, and they got the Dolphins on Monday night. The Saints yeah. don't even have a quarterback, and they're 500. They should just rank the teams by top 16 in the league and just go by that so we can yeah. have like 14 AFC teams in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like we're going to end up with a situation where the Browns are going to go like nine and eight and miss out. And it's like, oh, but we got to deal with the seven and ten Vikings. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, last year. The Dolphins went ten and six, and the Bears went eight and eight, and the Bears made the playoffs, and the fight and the Dolphins yeah. didn't. Yeah. God. <laughs> so one it's other thing, involve those two teams, those oh, exact yeah. two teams as well. Yep. One other thing, I need to circle back to the Bears for just a quick second here. You mentioned Matt Nagy used to play in the Arena Football League in two thousand eight, which was his final competitive or his final uh, season as a professional quarterback. He played for the Columbus Destroyers, who went three and thirteen that season, but he threw seventy-four touchdowns <laughs> <laughs> with only eight interceptions. What the fuck was their defense? Uh, the Arena Football League had uh, no defense. Oh my god! Uh, the, one of the games they gave up eighty-three points, so uh, <laughs> that was Arena Football. I believe that would be Scorigami. I would sure <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Um, any other I just thoughts? could not pass that up. Yeah. Any oh, other thoughts God. about uh, the football team and the Eagles? Poor Washington. That's yeah. It. They'll probably still make the playoffs, though. Let's be yeah. honest. 
I yeah, I think they're gonna get Heineke back, and you know, yeah, they're he's gonna listen. Kyle Allen. But... He's gonna listen to more Young Boy and just ball out. And you know what? The defense has actually played respectively despite losing Chase Young for the season. Yeah, and they were their defense was terrible, and then Chase Young and Montez Sweat got hurt, and then their defense got good. It's like they rallied around that. And yeah, I think Montez yeah. Sweat came back this week as well. Yeah. Yeah, he was back this week. I mean, they're not out of it either. Not really. No one is, except well, for the Texans well, and Lions. But and the, and the Bears. Yeah. Oh, the so, Bears. Yeah. And the Jaguars and the Jets. But yeah. Um. Finally, the Seahawks lost to the Rams, twenty to ten. Uh, the Seahawks have clinched their first losing season since twenty eleven, and only their second under Pete Carroll. Um, yeah, I think they're in rebuild time because Russell Wilson did not have a very good game. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's really had very many good games this season. Um, more importantly, though, the Rams are f- catching fire at the right time because they had that little slump where they went like one and three. And uh, now they're back to playing really good football. Also, the first losing season for Russell Wilson specifically since he was a sophomore at NC State. Oh, my gosh. But uh, back to the Rams, man. Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah. well, I, I don't know what else to say about that man. But, like, that he honestly might be having one of the greatest seasons by a wide receiver of all time. Yeah. How are you going to get torn up by a dude named Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> like, for and, real. You know, mentioned earlier in the show, Cam Akers returning to practice for them this week. It, it, he's not, like, going to play this weekend, but they've opened up that like three week window they have to add a guy from IR back to the roster. And if he could come back, that would really boost that team who, who, again, you just mentioned they're starting to get it together. Them getting their best running back back potentially right before the playoffs would be a huge boost for them on top of what they've been doing the last couple of weeks. Oh yeah. Uh, for reference, some of Cooper cup stats this year, he's got a uh, 122 receptions for 1600 yards and 14 touchdowns. Oh, and also 75 first downs. Jeez. Yeah. I believe he has the second most receptions in a season ever behind Michael Thomas now. Uh, he's at least also, the top five. He's averaging 116 yards per game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just so, not fair. I mean, Cup to, might be kind of good. If he can get like, I think 140 to 150 yards a game in the last three weeks, he could legit become the first wide receiver to ever crack 2000 in a season. Oh my God. It's never been done before. Keep your fingers crossed. (laughs) So yeah. And I believe that wraps up week 15. What a week. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any other. Let me open up Dunion Rings real quick. I don't think there's any other teams we need to add. Um, or Atlanta. any that we can. Did we not have Atlanta already on there? Uh-uh. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm in favor I, I'm of Atlanta. I'm on board with that in the Falcons now. Yeah, Atlanta they're... and I'd say Denver. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd put Denver. Bridgewater out, yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. And the Browns. No. And the Patriots. Nope. Nope, see, <laughs> it hurt me. Can't hurt me more than I hurt okay. myself. All three of us can agree that the bills are done, though. True. <laughs> <laughs> Just to spite Jack. Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't. We can't knock out any of the AFC East teams outside the Jets. North is still open. 
Uh, we're down to just Kansas City and the Chargers in the West. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any other teams that we could add. Uh, yeah, we're good for now. I think we're Dunyan ringsed out. So. For now. So, yeah. yeah, for now. Uh, let's move on to pick they thems. So. Yep, me. Wait. Uh, Garrett sent me his picks. Uh, he did not send me a lock, so um, I'll pick something Ow. stupid for him. Uh, Make him lock the Jets. <laughs> well, I, he has the Jaguars in that game, but damn. I'm, I might make him pick the Jaguars. Uh, let's starting with, though, 49ers, Titans. Niners. I'm going to take the Niners as well. Yeah, this game starts about half an hour from now. Uh, Titans are banged up. Niners are hot. Give me San Francisco. Hell yeah. Niners across the board. Uh, the shittiest Christmas gift I'll ever receive in my life. Browns Packers. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm picking the Browns. Same. Go Browns. I'm going to go with the Packers, but I think it's going to be by 10 points or less. I appreciate the optimism, Dewey. Um, mine's more of a faith pick. But <laughs> yeah, my, my my brain is saying pick the Packers, but I just got a gut feeling about the Browns. Yeah. So if I'm ready was, to be hurt. If it was any team but the Packers, I'd pick the Browns. Yeah. Uh, Colts Cardinals. Ooh, this is a spicy one. Colts. Garrett has I was gonna say Garrett has the Colts as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Colts on this one. Even though it's on the road, they're starting to get it together that Jonathan Taylor's been unreal and the Cardinals have not been playing well lately. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts as well. I thought about being contrarian, but I was like, no, I trust the Colts more than the Cardinals right now. Hashtag post the score. If you post the score, I'll flip my pick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, baby. Giants Eagles. Oh, God. Garrett has the Eagles. I mean, Danny Dimes is up for the year. Saquon's not playing well. I mean, watch. I don't Jake really Fromm think this just, was a choice. Jake Fromm's just going to go the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 believe, I believe in the claim adjuster. Give me the Giants. <laughs> the claim I, I adjuster. Think, I think Jake Fromm could throw for 450 yards and they'll still lose that game. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still going with the Eagles. Yeah, Jake from State Derm. Um, Rams Vikings. I'm gonna walk LA. Yeah, that's I was thinking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Rams, but not with a lock. I hope they can handle the snow. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Hopefully they get to the stadium safe. <laughs> um Garrett. Did he pick wait, where are the Rams? Oh, he did pick the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Give me the Rams. Oh, this is a good game. Bills Patriots. I'm honestly really torn on this one. Like the Patriots won the first game, but it was really weird weather. Uh, (laughs) I think it's in Foxborough. This is what's make what makes this tough though, is the Bills are coming off a really big win. And the the Patriots are coming off like a huge loss, but also Belichick's going to be fired up after losing to the Colts. And they're I, in Boston, which is like the toughest place yeah. to play in. Yeah. Who are the two teams? Like the, you think the teams that Bill Belichick hates the most. Number one's the Jets. Then it's probably the Colts. And then he loves beating up on the Bills. 
I I'm gonna go with the Patriots only because the game is in Foxborough. If it was in Buffalo under normal weather, I'd go Bills, but it's Foxborough in December. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills because I think the I think this is gonna be a better representation of them as a team, especially now that they're running the ball. And in theory, they'll actually be able to pass. So give me the Bills. I'll go with the Patriots. All right, the Garrett took the Bills. Supremacy. Garrett took the Bills as well, so we're split down the middle. Oh, baby, this one's going to be tough. It's Buccaneers-Panthers. <laughs> Ooh. Garrett taking the bold pick of the Buccaneers. Man, I don't know. See, if all the, those injuries on the offensive side of the ball for Tampa hadn't happened, I would have locked the Bucs. I'm still going to take the Bucs, but I'm not going to lock them this week. Because I think it'll be a bit of a closer game than people expect. We have two amazing games coming up. Three, actually. They they just lost to the Saints. I don't see them losing again. So it's Buccaneers. Yeah, give me the the Bucs. The Panthers are not good right now. Um, Oh, baby. What a game. Number one pick versus number two pick. Two vaunted offenses. Tons of playoff implication. Jaguars, Jets. Jets. I am going to make history. I'm going to be the first person to ever correctly predict a Jets win on Oofsides. Give me the fucking Jets. Uh, I have never picked the Jets in the history of Oofsides, and I'm going to keep that up because I'm picking the Jaguars. (laughs) (laughs) Thought about locking them, if I'm being honest. And for what it's worth, I hate the Jets, but you know what? I kind of think they're actually going to win the game. Noah want is tonight. Noah is going to be sweating with anger if the Jets win this game, <laughs> <laughs> because that means Dewey will have picked a Jets win before him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, another barn burner of a game! It's Lions Falcons. As much as I want to say Lions, I think this is going to be the game the Falcons rip their heart out and. Just well, stop them down. So this is the thing. The Falcons are the best shitty football team. They're basically the gatekeeper from good teams to bad teams. So they beat the hell out of all the really shitty teams, but then when they have to move up and play a good team, they get destroyed. Johnny Sauter. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> they're the Johnny Sauter of football. I'm still going to pick the Falcons because they're. I think they're going to beat the hell out of them. What? Especially... Record in the Lions. Atlanta with all 5,000 people there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. let's see. Has I'm anybody? Also... Cor- oh, no, no. Joe, Noah's the only person who's correctly. Wait, no. Noah and. Oh, yum. Why, why does it have? Oh, it still says Grant on that. Uh, Noah and Steven have both picked one uh, Lions win. Beat the living shit out of DoorDash. I'll tell you that. Somebody's going to beat up DoorDash, okay? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to roll with the Falcons here. We are 2-17 and 17 picking the Lions this year. so <laughs> It's not good. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with the Falcons. Maybe they'll do it this time. Uh, Garrett, pick the Falcons. So are we Falcons across the board? I believe so. All right. You know what? In that case, I'll take the Lions. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Contrarian. Uh, yes. I just realized I've picked all but one game exactly the same as Garrett. I got to change that up. 
Uh, Ravens Bengals, huge game. Oh wait, no, uh, I skipped one, but we'll come back to that. Ravens Bengals, huge game for the AFC North. I th- I think the Bengals are gonna win whether Lamar plays or not. Yeah, I think they're the better team right now. Yeah, like it, it'll. I mean, the Bengals blew the doors off the Ravens the first time, and honestly, I think that was a bit of a fluke. Like, I yeah. think it'll be a much closer game this time around, but I still think the Bengals are going to get the job done and put themselves in a great spot to get the division. Matt, you put that in the wrong spot on the sheet. Oh, I did. Uh, bug. All right. Uh, Chargers, Texans. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and lock the Chargers. Texans, Davis Mills. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chargers. Good. Uh, Garrett took the Chargers as well. God damn it! I need to. Garrett, who's not here, needs to stop picking the same picks as me. Um. Oh baby, what a game! Mm. You 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 put uh, what? You put uh, the Chargers. Yeah. That's part of my strategy. Stop giving it away. <laughs> um. Bears Seahawks. Oh, what a game with so much implication for the playoffs, dude. Mm. Oh god. Nobody's going to win this game. That being said, Bears. This game has major tie energy to it, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Garrett has the Seahawks. Uh fuck it. Go Bears. Let's yeah. do this, Steven. What's my record picking the Bears this year? Uh probably not well. Uh good. Uh I've uh, I'm one and one picking them. Okay. All right. Well, go Bears. I'm going to regret that. Steelers Chiefs. Huge game here. Steelers. No, no surprise there. Uh, give me the Chiefs. I'm also going to go with the Chiefs, but I think the Steelers are going to keep it close. Yeah, their defense is pretty fucking good right now. Like, th- this game has, like, 24-20 vibes to it. Yeah. Garrett went with the Chiefs as well. Broncos, Raiders. Oh, that's... Raiders. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking I'm... sheet. I am... The Raiders are 1-4 when I pick them. I think it's time to turn that around. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Raiders only because Bridgewater is out. If he was playing, I think the Broncos would win. Yeah, I have same. I wanted to pick the Broncos, but Raiders are going to probably win. Uh, Garrett has the Raiders as well. Washington football team versus the Cowboys. Now, the ultimate question about this game is, does Washington bring their own benches? Because the Cowboys did that when they went up. I hope so, but it doesn't matter what benches they sit on. I'm walking the Cowboys. Oh, I dig it. Yeah, if Heineke was playing, I'd say maybe they stood a chance, but uh, go Cowboys. Yeah. I think he still might play, but even then, the Washington, they've not played. I mean, the offense has been not great, even with Heineke there, and the Cowboys have a chance to clinch the division at home. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys. Yeah. And finally, Dolphs Saints. Two Taco by Loa versus Ian Book. Again. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who Ian Book is. Give me the Dolphins. Garrett took the Dolphins as well. Yeah. Garrett never set his lock, so you gotta set his lock for him. Uh I asked him what he wants his lock to be. Make him lock the Jags. 
Yeah, I'm just going to put them down for the Jaguars for now. So, Yeah, uh, needless to say, uh, Dolphins. Yeah. All right. And that was uh, Pick'em's for week 16. Uh, Any closing thoughts, you guys? Um, Go Patriots. uh, uh, (laughs) um, All right, so make sure to smash that like button. Uh, Um, yeah, just uh, make sure if you guys can, if you're listening to this, subscribe it really helps us out. If you want to leave a comment down below, it really helps us out. And you know, throw us a like as well, it really helps us out. Uh, yeah, just make sure to like, comment, subscribe. It just really helps us uh, out. And uh, yeah, it, it, re- it really helps us. It out, really helps know? us out. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a video Grant showed me years ago where it's like a let's play and the entire thing is like five minutes of the guy just doing he's like yeah so before we get started just make sure to like comment subscribe really helps us out you know and uh and, you know just make sure to leave plenty of comments down below share this with your friends it really you know really helps us out it's just five minutes of him talking about how much it helps him out yeah it really helps <laughs> us get this ratio yeah um yeah show it to your friends show it to your mom your dad your grandma actually no probably not your grandma uh show it to your dog your boss uh, all your friends. Um, yeah. Also tweet at the Cardinals. Hashtag post the score. Post the score. Justice for Lions fans. Post the score. Release the piss tape. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> You're like, wait, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Where's OBJ at? Oh, that's a shit tape. Never mind. <laughs> Object file. And that's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Have a good time.